Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Right, audience of one Wednesday, 10 a.m. Right here on 106.1, 104.5, and IRLoneStar.com. Of course, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. If you search "Audience One" with Andrew and Dick, I am your host, Chief Maximus. I like it. Yes, I'm Dick. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're not just going to go with that today. If I'm Chief Maximus. I'm Chief Dick. <laughs> it's one word, Chief Dick. Well, you're 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 the guy, my sidekick, always next to me. Yeah. The man who never takes off his bathing suit. I, I you know what I realize is I never take off my jacket. Uh, yeah, that right now is true. Well, I mean, like if you look at uh, other shows I've done, like I, I look at me, I'm like, man, I'm always in a jacket. What's that? It's a little chilly today. It's yeah, chilly. the weather has been interesting. Yeah. yeah it came. So. The winter came back for a day, but. No, this is the man that never takes off his bathing suit. Yeah. Right? You're not a legacy guy, but yet your name, Richard Price Schisler IV. Yeah, you know what? I, Which we learned last week. I'm trying to get more badges for my Boy Scout stuff, so I've been spending every night outside since our last episode. <laughs> there you go. But it's a heated tent, and I'm going to show up that kid. I'm like, hey, you want to see what living outside's like? Let's make it oh, real. I heard something on this, actually. Now that you yeah. bring this back up. Oh, God. Um Remember you asked if it was a competition or if he was doing this for notoriety or something? I said, there, I thought there was one other kid. Apparently that kid said, I'm done. The so, other kid. The other kid. Yeah, the other kid. I don't, right. I don't know who it is. Um, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going back inside, bro. So I guess this, this Ortman kid from, from Minnesota that we were talking about, I guess he's now the world record holder. So it makes me wonder how much longer he's going to continue. I just literally thought of that when you said that. So. Well, you know, speaking of record holder, did you read recently that uh, – I forget her name, of course – uh, she's a local radio personality at K-Star here in the Conroe area. She's the longest-running DJ, female DJ. Wow. She's been on the air for like 60 years oh my God. or something like that. Mary McCoy, there's, if you're in downtown Conroe, there's a huge poster of her on the like right across yeah. from Moko Fu Hall. Okay. It's on the, the wall of 202, and that's her, and I was like— That's really impressive. And I didn't even think about that because I was like— I've heard of her, like when I first started the radio station here, I've heard of yeah. her. Yeah, 60 years. And she has, I looked at her history, it's amazing, and she's been here the whole time. It's not like she traveled. Yeah, I mean, this type of industry, you bounce around it yeah. a lot, especially if you're going to make this your career. I think her name's Sarah McCoy or Mary McCoy or something like wow. that. But yeah, you should look her up. Well, if you're going to give her a shout out, you probably should have known her name. Just Well, you know, I think of world records, and it's cool to say world record local, because that kid, I don't care about that kid. That's not a world <laughs> record. I don't care. What everyone says to me, that's not a real record. But uh, there's records for everything. But uh, if people have noticed, we have a new desk. We're we're kind of figuring out right now. And yeah, everything's looks, a little off. It right looks now. beautiful right yeah. now. It's and, pretty. But yeah. I'm I'm rolling away, and and my my mic's in a different spot, well, and it's a little uncomfortable. But we'll make it work. Do man. you think there's a chair specialist out there, like a therapist, who just knows, like you you, you describe your chair to them, like I know what chair you need. Oh, I, I guarantee. I see, I, need, I see advertisements I'm, on TV for, like, X chair, and it's supposed to be, like, the smart chair, the next generation or something. Well, I need, I need someone to but, tell me what the right chair to get for the studio is, because these chairs suck. They are not, they are not good. <laughs> I it, Well, it's amazing how many people sit in them, but then after a while, there's I know there's one chair among the five out there that's a little off-center to the left. So when people sit it, they lean. Yep, that was the one I was in originally, yeah, and I had and to switch it out. I was like, but I, what I like doing, I keep putting it in different positions so people it's not always the same it's not always in the same so spot people, you always get that one person like what the heck yes. uh but uh, but yeah so we had a new new desk installed yeah, some cords are everywhere we uh yeah there's some down here by my feet i think when Cameras are in when i spots. get it all figured out in this upcoming week because it was installed yesterday that uh we will show it to the audience on the next show oh yeah yeah so, i think for sure it's it's gorgeous you did a really good job on it man i didn't it's do nice. it well, you coordinated. Bob, take some credit. Bob the Builder did it. Well, take some take some credit on it. It looks great. 
I want to give him a shout out. Bob Cruz. Uh, I don't know. Of course, really I don't. Bob the Builder. I don't really know what his company's called. I wish I did. I told him to send me that stuff so we can give him shout outs because people are asking like, "This is beautiful. Who did this?" I was like, "Oh, my buddy. He's a carpenter. He's a cabinet maker. He's yeah. He, he does all. He does that. all sorts of stuff. And he, if you look at this desk, it's custom made to fit mm-hmm. for all." of my Andrews. Yes. Right. So, your many, many Andrews. Many, many have. Andrews There's I have. There's only one of me, you know it. But, uh, but yeah, you know, this is episode four, if I remember Yeah, correctly. man, I think. I'm losing I'm losing track, but I think, yeah. Uh, I want to remind folks, too, who are listening to this, I'm starting uh, my morning show starting tomorrow, which we record on Sundays, so people know it's like, you mm-hmm. know. So on Monday through Friday, I'll be here every morning from 8 to 11, and then, of course, on Wednesdays for Audience of One, that's that's the end of my morning show is us. So I don't have to go on the air. We have our show. I'm really excited about that. And I didn't authorize you to advertise your show. Well, on, I want people. What's going on, man? I want people to know it's me <laughs> so they don't get freaked out like, oh, my gosh, he went back in time. And now Andrew's there. What does that even mean? Yeah. So uh, because people do get weirded out when they hear me for two hours. And then all of a sudden it's like, Andrew, I'm on Instagram. One. What is this? What is this? So uh, but I, I like this show. It's a lot more fun than just sitting there doing the weather. And That's pick, what this is all about. And one thing I've learned is I have terrible taste in music because so the premise of the show, morning show, is 8 to 11. If I don't have guests, I'm not going to sit here and just jabber on. Right. So I'm going to play music. You better come up with some And I'm like, that's stuff, so man. much music. That's a lot of music to fill. So I think I might just do like, you know, Maroon 5 for 10 hours. And <laughs> on a like, loop? On a loop. Just one song. Uh, but yeah, no, I realized that because I was trying to build my library and because, you know, we are a radio station. We're 24-7, but we have automated country music for we're on the air. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you uh, how much I love country music <laughs> after doing that because. Building that library up. Well, because that's imagine doing 10,000 songs of music you kind of like, but you don't really know anything about. Sure. And it's I hate it now. I hate country music uh, just because I hear it every day. Sure. And I'm like. I don't know. Well, maybe you can do a little format change. Well, if anyone's listening and wants to be a DJ, we have volunteer positions, so you can schedule music, so I don't have to do it. Uh, but I know you oh, man. You got this whole show ready Yeah, up. man, of So course. let's get in it. Let's get well, in it. I think first we need to dedicate this show, honestly. Okay, we're I, dedicating I, we're, this This is going to be our first show dedication, and this goes out to all Portuguese men named Tom. Yeah, that's... If you're out there, guys, we feel you. We understand your plight. Audience of One is with you, and the show keep is dedicated. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on, and if you don't know what that is, that's a reference to our last show. You'll just have to go back and uh, yeah. and listen to it. But anyways, oh, you know what? Another thing I wanted to say. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, so I got to tell you, man. Do I, or ask you, do I, do I look a little different to you? No? I'm, You're I, on estrogen. I, I, no, just my normal out. amount. Something's <laughs> popping out. Uh, no, I thought I covered that up. No, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the collagen peptides. I have no idea what that is. Well, if you remember back from a few weeks ago. Oh, is that the powder stuff? It is. So what's funny, right, um, I was complaining the other day about my elbow. Oh, yeah. Tendonitis. No one realizes you're like 82 years old. I I am. And I've got some really bad, like, tendonitis (laughs) in my left elbow. And and Brandon on my bowling team said, oh, you know what you need to do? You need to take some of these collagen peptides. And I went, why does that sound familiar to me? It's collagen. That's what we talked about. Yeah. That's what that billionaire guy is trying to yeah. do as part of his regimen to make him look younger or whatever. So I started the collagen peptides. He told me it's supposed to be good for your, your hair and everything, but also like your ligaments and joints and things. So what does it I, taste I'm just like? Keep, is it like it, plastic? No, it's basically if I put it in water, it tastes like extremely, extremely diluted beef bouillon cube. But it's, it's yeah. But I put it in my coffee. And like you can't taste it at all. Oh, it's very, ball. very slight, slight. So I'm going to keep taking it. I'm going to come in here in a few weeks and I'm going to be unrecognizable. Basically, I'm gonna look. I'm, I'm just basically gonna look like a zygote. Yeah, that's what I have a feeling. I'm just. Well, you'll be coming in bike shorts. And it's like I biked here. I, I <laughs> use my body again. So right. I'm biking to the studio. I'm hoping so. I, I haven't had any benefits from it now after what four days, but five days, however long. But yeah, People I'm on the peptides, good, bro. I'm on the peptides. Yeah. Who recommended that? The internet did. Uh, no, Brandon from. My, well, he probably did too. No, Brandon from my bowling team. Anyways, it well, doesn't I, matter. Guys, I I actually would believe anything Brandon because I know who Brandon is yeah. and he's. Jack. Yeah, he's big. So if he's you told guy. me, like, hey, you need to eat livers, and you can look like me, I'm like, all right, I believe you. Like, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we got a little bit of listener feedback, too, oh, great. by the way. Yeah, yeah. So um, too close to the mic. This comes, from, <laughs> this comes from uh, a listener named uh, Gerardo Garcia, by the way. And I, I, I'm i assuming that Gerardo um, represents the entire Hispanic community at large. And if he doesn't, you usually do. Then every, I'm going to sign him. Every I'm leader in the Hispanic community I've met named, or named Gerardo. Okay. Is well, it? I think he actually goes by Jerry. So oh. anyways... 
Uh, so he's a liar. No, he's not a liar. So what did Jerry uh, have to say? Well, he said you know, that there, there actually is a workaround for naming your child R2-D2 in the Hispanic community. Oh. And I said, oh, this is interesting. He said, yeah, it's actually Arturitu. Oh, great. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's a wink, wink, nod, nod thing. If your child is named Arturitu, it's, you know what I'm doing. That's I'm working, what, I'm working the system languages. here. Beauty, beauty of I bet Tom has another word. You know, oh, I can, love it. And uh, Well, you know what? Speaking of uh, feedback, we have an email address if people want to email us. Yeah. Or we have Facebook, so message us if you have a comment, question, or suggestion. Especially Andrew looking up all these terrible articles about kids. Uh, we need we need more articles to talk about stuff. So, yeah, if you have some suggestions. Audienceofoneshow at gmail.com. Yeah. And it's in the description below and all the contact stuff. So yeah. feel free to reach out. Yeah, well, this, with this show pretty much has a theme today, though, and that's going to be money, money, money. Okay. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you, you like money? I don't have any of it, so do, I don't really but do know. do you like I, it, though? It makes my wife happy, so it makes me happy. <laughs> Same Z's, me yeah. too. <laughs> she's she's convinced that if I was by myself, I'm content with the studio. Like, she goes, I could see you living here. Yeah. And I go, yeah. It's, well, it's got a nice desk. Yeah, I mean, air I, condition. I can do everything. I got a ba- my own private bathroom. Yeah. And yeah. there's no shower in there. I kind of disappointed they removed the shower. You can sink shower it. So Wait, they removed it? There was yeah, one? Yeah, there was oh. a shower. I was like, I was Arson. pumped for that. I was like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a shower, yeah. But, well, uh, but no, th- this show is going to be about money, I money. think. Or at least, at least the first half of the show is going to be about money. Okay. So I, this, this story caught my eye. The, apparently this last week uh, at the International, well, I guess it was at the Houston Livestock and Rodeo. Yeah. They, they I guess have they a lot have of this, stuff goes on this there. This International that... Houston Wine Competition. Yeah, that's a big deal. They'd, okay, I had never heard of it. I've never actually been well, out to the to the. If you didn't rodeo. know anything about the rodeo, especially here in Montgomery County, there is they do a lot of competitions for random things. Mm-hmm. Like here in Montgomery County for the upcoming in April, they'll do like a cake. Who has the best? It's like for kids. Yeah. But then they'll rate cattle. Then they'll rate, you know, pictures, paintings, photography, like this most random stuff. Mm-hmm. My favorite one they rate, if I don't know if they're doing this year, is uh, the is it a 4-H club. They build trailers. Oh, cool. So these kids yeah. build custom trailers. So you go That's out awesome, there man. and it's all custom. They're like, oh, I built this to, you know, move sheep. And this is how I built it. And. I was like, this, this is kind of creative. But yeah, the, the Houston Livestock has even more stuff. Yeah, apparently they have this this international wine tasting competition. Yeah. Pretty hoity-toity from what it sounds like. Well, anyways, there was a, a bottle that was sold, I think this last, or purchased, not sold, well, I don't know, maybe that's the same thing, uh, just this past Sunday in our fair burg of Houston. And uh, this bottle apparently is 50 Cent, the wrapper, 50 Cent Champagne. Let's see if so I can... It's not necessarily wine, it's champagne. But the name of this is Le Chumin de Rue. I'm gonna pull it up for the audience. It's a brute, of course it is. Look, right? at, look at this picture of this. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So this this won the the grand champion best in show award, and it, it beat out over three thousand other entries, uh, which is pretty crazy. So I didn't know Fifty Cent was um, was into making wine, but I guess as much many many rich people are, uh, that's something they do on the side. Yeah. yeah you seen that picture there? Do you have that brought up? Yeah, bro, I, I was showing it to them. Boy, that, that's an that's an interesting picture. He looks. I'll just let that that picture speak for itself. He just looks like he's not the most comfortable in that that shot. Just gonna throw. Well, that out there. it kind of gives you an, a great example of how how the Houston Livestock Rodeo like is reaching in Houston. Yeah. Like they're trying to do everything. They're already running out the facility. Let's just bring us anything we can do. And uh, if you didn't know, Fifty Cent lives in Houston. No, I guess I didn't know so that. that's, yeah. Uh, okay, that's, so there, there's the connection. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's some shenanigans going on there. So. Well, apparently he bought an, uh, his own bottle of wine while he, not his own bottle, he bought a, a bottle of wine while he was there for $165,000. Yeah. That's, he, that is nuts. Wine, but see, I don't understand this wine though. Wine people so, are weird, dude. Yeah, they are weird. And so here's what I don't understand about this. It says that um, his bottles of, of wine, the Le Chumin de Rau, and I'm probably completely mispronouncing that, but I, I don't speak French in case you couldn't tell. It says it retails for 159 bucks, and that the Brut Rosé is priced at 350 but yet he sold them for, what was it, 350000 well, I don't, I don't understand do that. Do you know what they, you know why they sell this kind of stuff at the radio? It's a fundraiser for It's a tax write-off, No, it's for scholarships. That's, the whole concept of the Houston Livestock and Rodeo is okay. all the money they raise goes to scholarships. Because I understand so, people are into wine, they collect like really, really fine Wines, maybe rare ones, but when I saw this, I'm like, this looks like something you can go buy at the. At yeah, the it's a donation. Like, they're donating. So they're it. donating. They're supporting point. a kid. I, I know, like, right. uh, like here locally, you, children can raise animals, and so whatever they sell it at the auction, that money goes into their scholarship fund, their own. Yeah. I think the Houston one is like one big pot. 
So it's like it gets divvied up sure. to different people. Okay, now that makes more sense. But here locally, like I've met a, I met a kid who literally raised an animal on every entry every year at the county fair mm-hmm. here, and he doesn't have to pay for school. That's awesome. Because he raised like $80,000. You like rodeo? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, so do I. I have my, not been right, to the Houston My brother's movie, a rancher. But... So I used to go with him like San Angelo and all other places where he uh, he he roped and like he did riding. What's your favorite event? My favorite event is when the kids go out and they try to tackle. Oh, mut- like mutton busting? Yeah, because they get riding thrown the... around. <laughs> yeah, they it do. It is hilarious. Uh, that's not real rodeo, though. But is that's it? fun, though. Because oh, no, it's like fun. these little kids have no you know, yeah. coordination. And they're like, <laughs> no, it's awesome. Go. Try to grab one of those. Like, okay, yeah. I'll go. Yeah. And then they get busted around. Uh, other than that, I think uh, I mean, bail racing is fun, but I wish it was longer. I actually, I wish most of the rodeo events were longer because eight seconds, I know riding a bull probably yeah. seems like a long time. <laughs> but for us, it's like, okay, cool. He did it. And yeah, no, I think bull riding probably gets the majority of the attention because it's, it's bull riding yeah. for crying out loud. And it's crazy. That'd be a, an interesting guest to have one of those guys on. They're probably nuts. Well, I wish we go hardcore. We're like but... shoot bow and arrow from a horse, <laughs> you know, like that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh man. Cause you know, like, That'd be bull... like the X games of rodeo or something. Well, like, you know, like in Spain, they do the bull riding and they, or they do the bull. What do they call it? Uh, running a, Running well, of the bulls. That's an event. I'm talking about like they have like a every oh, bull week fighting. Bull fighting. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what that's called. brutal. Yeah. But so nice. they would never do that uh, here. Yeah. And, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I enjoy the whole day. Yeah, I love it. So I think I think barrel racing, and I like calf roping. Calf roping is funny, especially when you get the two guys, and you get one of them gets on the head, and the other one yeah. gets the the, the, the And they got to get off, and, and, yeah. <laughs> and that calf gets gets strung up like he's on a. And spit. that's talent, it's man. Awesome. But it is not the easy, whole dude. event is fun. That, yeah. uh, Houston Livestock and Rodeo is fun, but it sucks to go to now because it's so big. Yeah. I like going to the small rodeos. Mm-hmm. Like the rodeo here uh, is in the midweek, or actually, if I think about it now, because if you didn't know, I don't know, you ever been to rodeo here? No, that's that's what I was saying. I've, I have yeah, not been so to Houston. Yeah, so what they do event. here is similar to the Houston Livestock. Well, they'll do a whole week dedicated to different events. Are you talking about the one here locally? Locally, I have not yeah. Been to that one so either. Montgomery County, so like they'll have, have to go, man. Like the Friday and Saturday, they'll have live bands, yeah. and then that kicks it off. And then I think the rodeo is on Saturday. Cool. And then throughout the whole week, they do, like, the auctions, the kids' stuff, the 4-H stuff, you know, all those things. And then on the last weekend is the barbecue cook-off, which is right. a huge deal. You ever been to the one here? You've asked me, like, three times now. Well, no, I you, no I, the reason I'm asking is because people <laughs> don't not. connect it. They think the barbecue cook-off is mm-hmm. a standalone thing that's just once a year. But, no, it's part of the okay. whole week. No, and people it. don't know. They don't realize because I we used to broadcast it there, and they're like, oh, I didn't even know this was here during the week. I'm like, yeah, there's all this stuff, cool stuff going on, and it's free. They have a carnival and you know, all that kind of thing. But a lot of people associate the barbecue cook-off as separate because people who are doing that are doing it for competition. It's a competition. Huh. So they don't really cool. think of it as the rodeo. They don't think of it as you know all the other stuff. It's all together. And uh, have you ever been to a, a cook-off? Yes, I have. Ever, I had a friend in college that was actually a competitive cooker, and those are yeah. fun. They stay up all night cooking the briskets, oh, yeah. preparing them. They've got this whole process they go through, and they do beans and brisket and ch- you know chili they, and all I kinds think of stuff. The one out here, they do like 152 teams. The one in Houston, I think it's like 300-something teams. It's incredible. And then like I went to the one in Navasota, and there were about 52 teams. Which is it's nice. Get really it's into nice it, size. I like the yeah. Navasota one a lot because yeah. there's like you get to meet everybody. Everyone's very personal. The one here is so commercialized in a sense like you can't go into every booth. You have to mm-hmm. have like a pass or something. But yeah. go to the Navasota one. Everyone's hey man, come on over here. Right. I, uh, one time I went to the Navasota one and this dude was skewering a crocodile, like a full crocodile. Oh. And he was like, yeah, my. just grab a piece. No. I'm and I walk up to it, pulled off a piece. Guess what? It tastes like chicken. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. But this is cool. You walk in, you see an alligator being yeah, rotated, and you're like, man, where are we? Oh, we're in Navasota. That's why. <laughs> it's normal there. Shout out to Navasota. <laughs> right. For all our listeners out there. But money. So we got. Yeah. Well, yeah. We were talking about money, yeah. but then we kind of got sidetracked with the uh, the livestock show. Well, it's, I mean, obviously, 50 Cent's still making money. He's, he's able to buy a bottle for $165,000 himself. He may have been hit with a, with a few shells and walk with a limp, but he's still got some cash. Lots so, of donations to write off. Yeah, and he didn't he he was on the Super Bowl last year, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. As performing like with uh, Snoop and I thought you when I watched that, I thought he got lost because he's upside down. <laughs> and I was like, they forget to put him up. And then I, someone told me it's like, oh, that's in the music video. Yeah, he looked a little different and, too. I know he he caught some flack because um, he looked a little big. He, he was a little heavier, but you know what? He still looked like he could. I think he do some damage, man. He could hit I those like haymakers. Well, anyways, uh, did you speaking of money, staying on this topic of money? Did you hear the the the, the story? 
about that, the $2.4 billion lotto winner. Because remember, that was the big story at the end of last November. Million or billion? Billion with okay. a B. Um, there was, that was the single largest uh, ever lotto prize, and it was claimed by one guy. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, he finally came forward. This was probably a couple weeks ago to, to claim this prize. You know, it took him three months, probably went through the process of getting lawyers and so all this the guy? Stuff. They found, they yeah, Ed, Edwin Castro. Oh, wait, we know his name? his name now? Great. Yeah, so, yeah, Edwin Castro. And, um, <laughs> but he, so it's, it, this is interesting about when you win the lotto like this, um, you know, some states allow you to stay anonymous. Yeah. And others, they, they require you to come forward. And he's from California. They require if, at a minimum, your name is out there, which kind of sucks. I guess the idea there is to promote the lotto, like to humanize it, I, to say, look, I this is a real like, person. He's a real like winner here. I hearing what their occupation is. I don't know what he did before. He didn't show up. So <laughs> if he showed up, he, he did not show up. He did not, want to, he did not want his face out there, but they had to put his name out because of the, the California yeah. law. So he won $2.4 So he still billion, get his money. Or $2.04 billion. Yeah. And he took the lump sum. So, you know, it was probably only like- A billion. Yeah, a billion. And then after taxes, he's only getting like 700, you know, 700 million. Whoa. You know, how is he ever going to survive on that? But what I think is funny is apparently somebody else came out and said, yeah, um, he stole that ticket from me. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, it's mine. And so apparently California's having to shoo off I stories it. of people coming forward saying, hey, that, that was actually my ticket. And they have I mean, a whole vetting process. But yeah, apparently this guy, Jose Rivera, claimed that he purchased the winning ticket. And how did the other guy get and it? And this other guy stole it, whose name was Reggie. No, who the hell's Reggie? I don't. <laughs> that name didn't even come up. I don't even know who that is. But he's trying to claim that this guy, is, you know, stole it from him. Better back it up with some evidence, dog. Man, yeah, exactly. And of course, he has nothing. But you know, I I played this game before throughout my at different periods of my life with with coworkers or friends. Um, like if you were to win the lotto, mm -hmm. yep. how much would it take for you to just double bird everything and say I'm done? You know, because if you want $100,000, that's great, but you're going to have to keep working, yeah. especially at your age. And so I like this <clears throat> I like this scenario because it depends on how old you are. It's going to vary. If you're an older guy, obviously, you're probably going to need less money. If you're younger, you're going to save more. If you've got a yeah. family, don't have a family. But I remember playing this game years ago and and, and I, what my number was and thinking about just, what it is now. Great what, squid game. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> you're so evil. <laughs> you're so evil. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, now, what do you think at your age now? Of uh, what are you seventy three? Oh, my wife would be extremely um, happy. Now, how much? How much would it take for you to just say, "I've got enough to live on"? Uh, you know, what what well, dollar I mean, amount would I it be? I think technically today, I was reading about this. It's funny you say this because one of my buddies does a lot of investing, and I was asking him like, "What was your plan here?" And he's like, "Well, for a household of four, like two kids, wife, you need at least three million in the bank." to like retire off so of So there you him. go. His number was so, three million. So they got you know, go to school, they have money yep. they have money to buy stuff like a car every ten years and you know that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh so yeah, I think three million was like his estimate for four two kids, you know, that. So I'm guessing he's like a forty year old guy or something like that. No, he's my age. Okay. Uh a little under forty. He's almost there. Getting so, there. Approaching it. He needs some collagen peptides. He's, very uh, I want him actually to play golf with our friend Pat because this guy's good at golf. Okay. Yeah. And I love watching Let's do it. People who are good at golf play right. each other because rather than watching me slap at it. Oh yeah. me, well I'm like you know I'm 110 average, but like he's probably like yeah. 200 par, and I'm like let's get them playing good people and let's watch them hate each other. Uh, but no, the money I think uh, just kind of depends on what yeah it's your lifestyle what, what you want to do. What, yeah, what do you want to do? That's why I'm asking you because it, it really again there is no right wrong. Uh, I'm already on. Here. I'm already retired. I'm here. <laughs> this is your retirement. Am I plan? mentally mentally not not financially? Uh, <laughs> sponsor the show today. Uh, <laughs> No, I think I think three million. I think the millions would make me feel good, but it's also kind of like I want more money to do more things with it. There you go. Like I, if I had the billion dollars, I'd be doing this studio would be the coolest place. No one have to worry about stuff. If you had a billion, you ain't doing this. I'm sorry. I, I'm doing I, this. I love this. You think? I love that's this. That's I'm glad to hear you say that. I'm glad to hear you say that. I think when I played this game earlier in my my life, probably ten years ago, was the last time someone asked me that. I get leather seats in my car. <laughs> Dude, that's an upgrade. upgrade. Fancy. I wouldn't upgrade. get a sunroof, though. Sunroofs are horrible. Yeah, and they can leak, I suppose. They break, and it's like, you got to deal with that crap. I think I said something like $10 million last time I played it. You know, I say played it. You know what I mean? When someone asked me that yeah. question. But it seems like the older I get, that number just slowly kind of comes down because, really, I, 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 I need less because, in theory, there's less time of, of me being here on the earth. And then I just think, I don't need all these fancy things. And it seems like the older I get, the less... Satisfaction I get out of them anyway. So I'm, I think my number's four. So when you said three, 
I'm like, that's pretty interesting because hopefully I've got, you know, 30, oh, like that 30 was my 40 friend. years worth of life If it life was me, left. I need like a billion because <laughs> I'm going I'm to spend it. Okay, I'm, so you're still in that area. I'm I know, buy, I'm I know stupid when stuff. I was 20 something, I probably would have said I need 40, 50 million dollars because then you're going to want to live like a socialite. You know, you're going to want to go out and do all the fancy things that rich people do. The older you get, the more you're like, I just don't want to do anything. And not have to uh, worry, and so you need significantly less money. Yeah, to my do lifestyle that. is like I don't want to stay in hotels. I'll just buy a house wherever we're going, so we have a house. Everywhere you go, yeah, you just everywhere buy a I house. go, I'm just buying houses. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think four million would probably be good for me because then I could live comfortably. But now you're not going to be, you know, living the, the high life. You're not. That's not uber wealthy by today's standards. But that's like the minimum amount I think I could could live conceivably well on for the rest of my life and we'll be sponsor the show today. Let's see. Let's let's give us three million dollars. We'll see what happens. Oh man, I got a hypothetical for you. Okay, yeah, yeah. stay on this money thing. I got. I just thought of this. So, for five hundred thousand dollars a year, no, let's make it a million. For a million dollars a year, this is your salary. Somebody offered you a million dollars a year net for or the, net. Let's okay. say after taxes. Okay, yeah. for the next ten years. Okay, yeah. but you have to walk around everywhere carrying a golf bag like a caddy. Okay, everywhere. Think about this now. You got to carry it everywhere, mm-hmm. and on top of it, once throughout the day. At some point, one time during the day, you got to pull out each club and you got to clean it and wipe off the. So are you saying like if I was going to the restroom right now, I had to you put my bag up and go yep, to the restroom? You got to pick with that, it. that okay. thing up, okay? And then once a year, probably in April, you got to wear the white Masters get up, okay? Those are the rules. Would you do, do that? Caddies get paid million dollars. <laughs> are you going with this? Some of them do. No, that's not where I'm going with this. Okay. But some of them do. No, in my hypothetical, would you, little Ricky? No, take I would no. Not do you that. wouldn't do it. I'm surprised. I figured you would. Sure, I'll do it. Sure, I'll do it. No, I don't want to carry around that crap. I know that would suck. I wouldn't do it either, but I just figured somebody like you would do it. Okay, have uh, two million? I think if if you're making me do that, it would have to be like a million a, a month. Oh, That wow. way I know it's worth it. Like, all right, so it's not like a year. Like, I do this for a year. Like, I can just get millions. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. See you later. Brings up an interesting point, though, too. So you, now that means you're making like $12 million yeah. a year. Okay, $12 million a year. I, I now quit. you're starting to make that type of money like we're talking about. You want to be a, a socialite and go out to the parties and fancy things. You I walk got, in and you're carrying your clubs. Yeah. You're like, what's with this guy carrying the golf club? You got to set him down and you're drinking your little drink. You got to Oh, he's got a cooler in it, go. man. We're good. <laughs> that uh, would be horrible. I had the umbrella in it. Actually, it <laughs> seems more reasonable to be carrying it because you can put all other stuff besides golf clubs in it. Like you have your umbrella, so you always have an umbrella on you. Now you're looking and, at the positive side. Yeah. You got your sunscreen always with you. And you got $12 then, million dollars in the bank for yeah. the next 10 years, $120 million. And afterwards, you can look back at it and be like, I carried a golf bag around for yeah. a decade. And I never golfed. That was crazy, but I'm rich. And rich I never now. golfed. And I never, yeah, I never golfed. So th- this last story on money that I've got here before we take a break, um, this just annoys me to no end, right? This is about uh, an 11-year-old girl, apparently, um, who makes about $133,000 a month. Says she's planning on retiring so that she can focus on schooling. Just reading that that sentence right there like is it. annoying. So, so I don't know if you want to I got pull the that. article. And so what yeah. does she do? What does she so, do to so earn she's, this money? Apparently she's a, an Australian girl named Pixie Curtis, which is a, kind of a cool name if you ask me. So she makes these little do, doohickeys? So I don't know if she actually makes them, right? I highly, highly doubt. And if you saw that first picture, Hair it looks like she's just... fidget spinners. Right, there you go. She's, she's just putting her name attached to this and maybe getting some ideas on... Um, on what to put out there, but that first picture you showed—that just looks like the junk you find in the middle of the mall, like at a kiosk yeah. next to the next to the monkey slamming the symbols and doing the backflip. And like, like does it. anybody ever do fidget spinners? Anyways, I could never do I it. Know. I could never. Did you ever try? I couldn't even. Like, I could get it like maybe two spins and it would fall off my finger. I can. I mastered it within oh, like seconds. Man. But this just this whole. I imagine these people are insufferable. This story just annoyed me. Why, why are you hating on people you don't even know? No, I hate it because she's not retiring. Okay, she didn't probably do a darn thing for this. This is probably her parents. I'm actually bi- more proud of this lady than that kid sleeping outside. All she, her parents probably told- had this business and threw her in the face of it, right? Yeah. And now she's claiming, oh, I'm a millionaire. And then this is this is the this is the the, the, the icing on the cake here. They bought her a luxury SUV. Put like her Mercedes on Shark Benz. Tank. She should be one of the buyers. Oh, Can you imagine that? Oh, an 11 year old. Yeah, 11 year old with uh, the <laughs> Mavericks owner and all the other oh. people. Let me let me give you some options here. And here's that picture with the car. I don't know if you She's showed like, that earlier. She's like, I like it. It's purple. I'll buy it. <sighs> She's 10 years old at the time. They bought her a luxury birthday uh, present, and it was a freaking SUV. Okay. Mercedes-Benz. Terrible. I, I, these people are insufferable. Why do you always I don't know, I articles saw that, with just, kids and you hate on them? This is, the, this is the first one, I think. But that's cool that uh, she makes a hundred. I mean, I'm, I like that. That's cool. 
I'm, I'm I think down. This is, I just think this is her parents. I'll buy you one of them. I think she's just profiting I'll off buy her you kid, one honestly. Her. Oh, yeah. That's all this is. That's it's Australia. They do that kind of stuff. <laughs> do they? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, man. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break yeah. here. Uh, audience of one. Um, we'll be back here shortly, I suppose. That yeah. was fun, man. Yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> all right. Every Friday, tune into Texas Ticket on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM with Armando Nino of Go Lake Conroe, focusing on Montgomery County area events and places. Get a feel of the Texas spirit at the event, paired with guest and vendor interviews, event coverage, and ticket giveaways, and so much more. Join us Fridays and punch your Texas ticket. For more information on the show, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Texas Ticket. In the game, yo, but not to be vain. I refrain from salt grains to season up my name. We entertain for a mutual game from close range. Steady aim. My drum at your head. Okay, we are back. Audience of one with Andrew and Dick. Yeah, the halfway point. Just about. Just yeah. about. Audience of one. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Connors FM 104.5. 106.1, you can always uh, reach out to us and be part of the show. Absolutely. A- audience of one show at gmail.com. And then, you know, Facebook, Audience of One with Dick and Andrew. We're here every Wednesday at 10 o'clock, part of the morning programming. I'm getting some good feedback, so, too, by the way. Well, I yeah. Hear, I hear from people that listen, and it's. Um, well, I'm one of the best. So you're lucky. <laughs> you I'm, I'm the. What's it I'm, called? I'm, the startup. I'm just here to witness it, man. Batter, the first batter. Lead off. Lead off batter. I'm the lead off yeah. batter. I'm the strongest one in the league. So. Uh, okay, if you want no. to look at it that way. <laughs> I try to throw as many sports references that I don't understand. That you don't understand? Yeah. Because oh. I know this next segment we're going to be talking about ridiculous sports okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, so I don't even know if we want to call it a sport. Yeah. And I've, I've actually wrestled with this of whether or not I wanted to even bring this to air because I don't want it to seem as though I am promoting this. Well, you are promoting it. You're putting it um, on. That's what I'm saying. So, and I'm talking about this new slap league. I like it. I figured yeah, you gonna, would. I'm going to put a, a looping video okay, for people if, on yeah, Facebook. And if, and if people can... don't like to see this type of violent stuff, I'm sorry. You'll have to look away. Um, I'm going to try really, really hard. Ooh. Oh, it's, it's – oh, Ooh, my goodness. My gosh. It's absolutely brutal. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try really hard to not curse in this um, segment. But I, I have some pretty strong opinions on this. This is, this is perhaps the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And what I'm referring to is uh, – I call it the slap league, but I guess it's actually called power slap. And this is the so newest – this I'm is on the, the newest, website right now. Yeah, this is the newest invention uh, by Dana White. Okay. okay. And, and if you don't know who Dana White is, he's um, he's the president, owner, whatever, of the UFC. And so da- Dana White, I mean, as a person, I know, well, he had his own slap incident, I think, uh, on New Year's. And I, I think it actually delayed. Oh, there's ladies do it, yeah, too? Yeah, there's ladies oh, that do this, too. Oh, my but I think it actually delayed the start of this league by a couple of weeks because... It, it was bad optics for him to slap his own girlfriend or wife. That's great caught promo. on, Yeah, great. Well, yeah, I guess you could look at it that way, too. It's a great promo. But he, he had his own slap incident, and they had to delay the start of this. But this league, um, he's, he's credited with, with starting the UFC, There's or at least bringing it to, to prominence. And, um, yeah, oh, it's, it's ridiculous. So the premise here is basically you have two people that stand across from each other and take I'm trying to find open hand slaps okay. in the face they just trade. from a, from another contender. Oh my gosh. And it is absolutely brutal. It's and so what I don't understand is is how one this actually got greenlighted. Especially with all the concern for head injuries this day these days and the, the CTE. Um, as okay. you know this I is obvious. I know. <laughs> it's 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 absolutely brutal. You may want to take it down off the feet if you haven't yeah, already. I'm dead. I, I, okay. I think yeah, you need yeah, you need I can see it in this new setup. I, I see your Oh, monitor. I wanted to see how and like this just, this looks legit. They have jerseys. They uh, uh Jerseys does not make this a legit sport. I could wear a jersey right now and say I'm a broadcaster and I'm certainly not, okay? So th- let's forget about these jerseys making it legitimate. This is dumb. Well, what I don't see how it's dumb. Oh my god. It's terrible. So first of all, you're such a, a lot negative of these, person. A lot dude. of these guys, they get they basically just get one slapped and they're done. As you can imagine, you're standing w- there, one slap and you're done. And I think the concept here is each person gets three slaps if you aren't knocked out. Okay, to try and knock the other person so you out. You got to knock them out. No, that you don't have to. I think there's probably some rules associated with it, but since there's so many one-shotters that 
I know it's hard to stop looking at it. It, it, There's so many one-shotters that the person who goes first has the obvious advantage. And you know how it's decided who goes first? They flip a coin? A coin flip. I like it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So even if you... Is there weight classes and everything? Yes, they're trying to legitimize it by doing weight classes. But if, if if you're not the one who goes first and you do happen to survive a slap, right? Yeah. And you, you have 30 seconds to regain your composure and then it's your turn to go slap the other guy. And I'm thinking how much composure could you have if you just got your bell rung? So even if you didn't, quote, get knocked out, are you going to be able to perform at your best and give a good slap when you're just barely standing there? This is the dumbest thing ever. And it's all... It's all based off of a coin flip. Who goes first? I like it. And they, and they apparently they they stand with their hands behind their back, slightly holding some kind of yeah, towel. Yeah. Like that's supposed to add some kind of protection. They have um, some earplugs in and like a, a mouthpiece, like that's going to do anything to prevent massive well, concussions. Well, what's interesting about this is I could see guys doing this at the local bar. You know, that's like, exactly what this seems I can like. See this, I can see, like, oh, gee, this is a unique thing at our bar. We do a slap night. And you're like, what's that? Anyone could participate. You're exactly right. But now right. with this, do you think it's something he wants to add to the UFC? Or is it more of just like... I think this is his... Um, this is new some, venture. This is his new venture. He wants it to take on a, a life of its own. And honestly, I'm not sure what type of guy would be interested in doing this. Okay? And I think... Because there's money behind it, and I don't know how much money they're actually getting, but I do think it's incentivizing guys that maybe are down on their luck or down trying to like, hey, you want to make five hundred dollars and slap and get on and get on TV? I'll go out and get slapped in the face and potentially have permanent brain damage. Oh no, I get how stupid this is. I get your oh my gosh. So I I think it's great, and it's on TBS. America, America. It's on TBS. I can't believe it's on on TV. I can't believe they already have monstered. This is a sponsor. It's great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and, and they try to legitimize it like these guys are athletes. They're, they're not athletes. Like, there's no amount of training that you can do they to can. make yourself take a better slap or something, right? Yeah, I, I bet there's there obviously is. some guys who, you know, you've heard about boxers or something like that that could take a punch better than others, but you can't really train yourself. I don't know. And the, the thing I think is the most disgusting, in my opinion, Here, about I'll, this I'll is, yeah, please, I can't stop looking at it, is, is it's defenseless. At least in UFC, and I'm not a UFC well, you guy. Know the games you, you play at least the have kids, the, the, the option the to game, try you know and about yeah, the yeah, flat, yeah. That, So it's just like an upgraded version. A much I upgraded think, version. I think it was, hopefully it doesn't become like a Tide Pod thing at the schools where it's like this is going to be meet me in the bathroom after third period. We're we'll do a slap off. Right. No, I I think you're on to something there. Also, I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. But they stand there defenseless. These guys don't have the yeah. ability to to defend themselves. I think this is great. And it's stupid. But you brought up the the, the the children at school. I think that could be a potential problem, oh, too, because yeah. kids try and emulate easy. stuff oh, easy. all the time. And they're so. like, oh, did you see that slap, Lee? Hey, I'll challenge you to slap. Well, yeah, and then the there, teachers are going to have well, to break no, up that game. What's the whole game that kids play? The, I, I, the, the Like, you, you do the whole... Oh yeah, and if you don't put your finger you, through you, it, you get a yeah, free you hit, punch, or you just put a you know you something a on hit. your body somewhere. You make the circle with your finger, and if your yeah. friend looks at it, you get to smack them. But it's usually like a punch in the arm or a Charlie horse. Yeah, not in the face. This but is in the face. I think. Uh, well, what's what's entertaining about this? It makes me think of. I don't find anything. You know, the gladiator in all of us. Like we want to watch the gladiators compete. You sure. Know, like, or especially, I don't know how women feel about it, but I know that's something like ingrained in dudes. Like we love watching dudes hit each other like football for great example boxing ufc uh you know hockey you know they, they don't fight as much but the fight part of hockey was so exciting for me i was like because it's, it's a whole nother skill set and i was like oh i love how but you they, said a, a word there skill there ain't no skill in this the slapping thing i think what's interesting is the longevity of it because it just takes that one ear pop and you're like hey you won't be able to hear out your left ear Press your life, you keep hitting, you're getting hit like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the so. lot of these guys are on a road to some permanent damage, honestly. And I, there was one uh, video, I, I didn't see it there, but the guy got hit and he immediately went into the fencing oh, yeah. pose with his hands curled it. like this. I mean, that's so that scary. Is, oh, and then they, he got he got up and kind of walked off, and I'm sure he's going to try and do it again in the next round. Uh. You know, it's absolutely terrible. But <clears throat> I do, I do think this is a, a downward spiral, though. I don't think this has anywhere to go because if. I, I did say that there's not a lot of skill to it, but if this does continue to to move it's forward, got, there's guys be, are going to go. I'm going to try and get really good at this, and they're going to try and refine their technique. Yeah, to the it's got to be incorporated with something else. It's like if it's just slapping, be, it's like to me that's only an hour of entertainment. That's what I'm saying. It's not entertaining. So how do you get? Be. And again, if these guys continue, well, what's I'm saying to, like to, you do UFC, right? You put on a UFC show because a lot of people don't realize when they do 
title cards, there's a lot more fights, but you don't know Eric. Right, right, right. So if you're there during the whole day, it's like, oh, we'll interrupt it with a slap. Oh, yeah. And so then, it's like, like a... Yeah, I can see them doing that. It's like an audience and one inside of a morning show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can see exactly. that. I can um, see that. But, but I can see guys getting better at this and, and refining the technique to the point where somewhat of a skill that I mean, all, it is, th- all it is is going to well, be one shot you know, right? like they're just all it's going to be I one slap I just it up Will done. Smith is going to be a uh, <laughs> participant in it yeah. and, and the Oscars are coming up by the way and no. the Oscars are like the Grammys for movies by the way uh, I didn't know that <laughs> I don't but, know what Grammys are Wait, yeah I, exactly but no I well it makes me think of all the silly things we did as kids coming up with interesting games that are just y'all like it's not like a worldwide sport it's not, you know, like yeah. y'all made up these rules because we didn't have all the equipment to play football, but we had a football. Yeah. So you do the roof thing or roof game, whatever that is. Roof and ball. Roof ball. Or like, you know, if you could throw it over the fence. Or no, what's it called? Remember that game? Like jackpot? Remember we always play jackpot? You play that game? Mm-hmm. Where like one person I may have had, called it something else. Well, yeah, one person had the football and then like 15 kids would be on the other end and you yell out a number like, all right, 2,000. And you throw it up and you try to catch it no it sounds awesome and if you get it you get two thousand points in the first to you know and it's you know and then if you win you get to be the thrower it's just wasting time that's all it is yeah uh but well you know it's i like it i think it's uh it's funny that people want to watch it and well i don't know how much they do i don't know what the ratings are like that's what i'm saying they need to put it with something else well dana dana white's uh, say what you will about him um, he's a heck of a business guy, right? He's a I heck guess. of a businessman. Huh. Well, so I, I don't know off the top of my head. I think I think he bought the UFC in like the late 90s or early 2000s. I mean, he had a great product. So it's like and it's not like he well, revolutionized he, Well, well, when he bought combat it Combat Sports. When he bought it, it was basically bankrupt. And yeah. it I think he basically just bought the name. And so he's taken it from what it was in the early 2000s to what it is now, which is a huge huge sport. Yeah. Well, I like it or love it. Uh, or, or like it or hate it, it's it's massive. It's well, basically replaced my, boxing. Well, that's what in, 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 in my, a lot of ways. In my idea, and I, I enjoy watching combat sports. Like to me, it was already a good product because they had all. What Dana White did to me was he just it was able to put it on a bigger screen for people to watch. Sure. So it's not like he changed the game. I think no. He, and I, I did. I, I, I like it though. I, I mean, people give him a lot of props. It's like I don't know, man. He already had a good product. Like. Well, I liked so when it first started in the '90s. I was in high school, and I remember liking the original UFCs with like Boyce Gracie and Ken Shamrock. No, there were no. Oh, gloves. there were geese. In fact, they were geese, There were yeah. no rules. It was well, two rules: no biting, no eye gouging. Go. Good. And that was it. There were no weight classes. There were no gloves. Yeah. So you could conceivably have like a 600-pound sumo yeah, wrestler fighting against a guy who looked like me. And they did it. It was disgusting. And, you know, 16-year-old me is going, this is awesome. I've since well, kind of lost interest in it. Definitely more entertaining than boxing. Well, Bo- yeah, it's basically replaced boxing. is a lot boxing. of fun to go watch. I've watched a lot of local boxing. They have bo- boxing here in Conroe sometimes. It's a lot of fun to go. Uh, but, I, you know, UFC stuff. It's kind of amazing just the training, the amount of training you have to do because it's not like you ride a bike and then you're trained that day. It's like, no, you actually have to fight somebody. That is a skill, and you have the ability to defend yourself. Slap league, you ain't defending yourself. You're just standing there. Yeah. It's so bad. I can't, like I said, I just, I don't think it has any word well, to when go I see that When I see a slap league, I think of like Jack, uh, the, the show Jackass. It's like, they're going to do, they're going to hurt themselves. Let them do it. It's entertaining for some people. Go for it. But if I was Dana White, I would have the slap league involved with UFC to get to get it. More and maybe off. it is. Maybe it's in the co- or maybe that's where it'll end up. Because I don't like see myself sitting down and paying pay per view to watch people slap each other. But I will sit down and watch you know the whole fight all night and then you know have a side thing with slapping. Yeah. But uh, but games like that exist. I mean, what do you you know? It's funny. You know, we can talk a little bit about this because I, I enjoy watching baseball. They changed some of the rules in baseball to make it more entertaining to make it faster. <laughs> Yeah, they've attempted a shot clock or pitch clock. And, like, the XFL's going on right now, and they that's usually the talking point when you're watching the XFL. It's like, oh, this is a different rule than the NFL. So let's explain this, how it makes the game better. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, how many times are you going to change the game where it becomes not part of the game or yeah. it's not the original game? The game is so different than what it originally yeah. was. I mean, they've done that in the NFL a lot, too. I mean, it used to be... You knew what a catch was just when you saw it. Now they've had so many rules around what an actual catch is that nobody that, even knows what a catch really, is anymore. Yeah, football to me is very confusing, especially when it's it comes down to like crucial moments where it's like, oh, that's yeah. two feet on the ground. Like, what? Which league is that? Is that is that college football, or is that? Yeah, NFL? one foot in for college. Two like, I don't for really know. NFL. And like, well, you, I mean, if you followed enough, I guess you probably know. But but 
yeah, baseball, the pitch clock is kind of throwing me off. It's funny to watch spring training games where people are not following the pitch clock, and it's like, oh, that's right, we got to do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it, I think it's it has sped up the game from what I've heard. Oh, yeah. It's sped it up tremendously, which will tell you that the pitchers are the ones slowing the game down. Well, the batters are, too. Well, because the batter, after every swing, they can take they step, step out of the out. box. And now he's like, not allowed to or something? Well, they have like 10 seconds to oh, reset. Okay. Like, the, like the pitch clock is for both of them. Oh, and I think okay. right now the most violations are on the batters hmm. because they're – they're used to, you know, doing this. I'll have to look that up maybe for yeah. next week. But they're also the the shift change. You can't do the infield shift, which mm. changes a lot yep. for base for a lot of yep. players. Have and, a strategy there. And makes the game go by faster, more runs and yep. things like that. Sure. But you coming up with cool sports, go for it. I mean, like, you go over to Europe, handball's a sport over there. We don't yeah. touch handball here. No. It's, it's and legit. Then, yeah, and then you have uh, the wildest one I've seen. I think it's over in uh, East Asia. Where they do volleyball with their feet, <laughs> sounds and, awesome. And it's nuts. Like it, like they 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 kick really high and they flick this ball. And I'm like, Man, they're all on their backs. Well, they're doing everything. They're doing somersaults. They're do, I mean, they're oh, so they can stand. They and stand, then like, but, they, but they can't use your hands. So it's like you use your head or your feet. Wow. So when people are trying to spike it, they <laughs> literally greatest. rotate their foot down to spike it. And it's I was like, you gotta be so talented. That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, but yeah, I think uh. Made-up sports are fun, man. Well, yeah, speaking of made-up sports, and you brought it up earlier, is this roof ball thing. Let's see if I can find a video. Yeah, I, I didn't put anything uh, on our run sheet for a, for yeah. a video, but um, apparently roof ball was something that, that got started in the 90s, and it kind of hit its hiatus somewhere around 2008, eight, nine. fizzled around for a few more years, and it's kind. it looks like it's basically defunct, but it's a, it was a game that was invented by these guys up in the Oregon area, Portland, Oregon area, from what I can tell. And it's basically these guys that were just jacking around playing when you're, football. So when you're telling me this, talk, you know, they were paid athletes? I don't think these guys So this is just a fun game. This is this just is for just, fun now. Because when you, when you mentioned this on the show notes, I was like, I kind of remember that being like an internet sensation funny thing. Because here, I found it for people. What I'm going to do, I'm going to pull it up a little bit. So from the, the history of this is in 2008, and these guys, one of them worked for a TV station, so he had the truck. And what he did was... And the ability to, to produce and put it together. I mean, it looks it looks pretty slick. Yeah, so he right? put together this whole thing with, you know, the players, the, the contestants, all the things. Just look up 2008 Roof Ball World Championships. Correct. And then they're sitting there, and the game is you got to throw it on the roof and try to get it around that pipe and well, then catch it. not necessarily around it. So they do have a, a different scoring system. So basically, if you throw the ball up onto the roof and it comes down and you catch it, that's one point. Yeah. If you throw it up there and it hits that pole, which is basically just like an ex exhaust pipe coming out. That dad's going to be pissed. Yeah, exactly. And it hits the pipe and you catch it, that's five points. Okay. So if he just hit it. He so just he hit it. There you go. That's five points. He might actually be six there because maybe it's five for hitting the pole and then one for catching it. Yeah. And then if you do the ultimate one, which is where it goes around the pipe. <laughs> now so we're basically, in a house. Yeah, I know. What is, what is this? going on? It, uh, He's warming the, up. You throw the ball, it goes up, goes around the pipe. That's 10 points. Okay, um, it, but basically, this is just a game where these guys were just throwing the ball around. Someone accidentally, you know, uh, threw it up on the roof, and then of course the shape of the football makes it very, very uh, unpredictable in which way it's going to go. And so they determined this was a lot of fun. And of course, oh, that guy threw it over the roof. So apparently, there are ways to get negative points. If you throw it over the roof, that's minus uh, minus, minus five. five. Yeah, minus five. And you see how they have this old Volvo parked there in the driveway? If you hit, and they, that's left there on purpose. If the ball hits the car, that's minus one. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so earlier we need less slap league. We need more of this. This is this is genius. And apparently... The, what is that game? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what is that game they play in New York where they has, it's like a, it's almost like tennis, but you use your hand. Oh, you hit the car. Because handball is like a... A goal on goal game. You've seen handball, right? I have seen it. Yeah. So, but in I New York, I'm not familiar there's, with there's the a rules. game in New York where they slap a ball against the wall. Okay. What is that called? Wall ball. Is it wall ball? Yeah, I think okay. you're talking about wall ball. Because you can't catch it. You no, slap you have it. to slap it. Yeah. So, but that's like a that's like a pastime in New York yeah, where people it, have like recreational areas to play 
whatever that game's called. It's like racquetball without the rackets, Rack, yeah. where you have to well, take racquetball turns. Racquetball has three walls. Yeah, this is just one, but this I mean, it's still similar. Wall. Where you've got, you're, I think yeah. you're taking turns back and forth. But because you know, you know, when that you're giving started, me a lot of homework assignments. Well, you know, when that started, the basketball ball. people were pissed because it's like, can we not play basketball? Oh, we're playing slap ball right now. I want to play basketball. Oh man, we're, we got a serious game going. Because <laughs> well, because it kind of goes down to the success of like pickleball today. That is huge. Where it's like you didn't know it was big until all of a sudden it's everywhere. We're gonna have to do a segment on pickleball. And it, well, what, what, why is it popular? Is it because you can play it when you're older and like? Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about pickleball more for active? a second, I, I I know a little bit about it because it's big in my neighborhood. Okay, like so they I, actually, my neighbors will shut the street down and play pickleball. So like, I'm afraid to play because I tore my ACL, MCL, LCL, and like a bunch so, of other ligaments. But I was like, I can never play tennis again. Is pickleball like you put you do a lot of pivoting? Or? Well, you there's a lot less movement because the court is so small okay. and you play with a partner that that basically so you, you don't have to move and you around can't slap as much. Each other. You can. Okay. But it's not part of the game. Uh, so pickleball I think we'll do a segment on pickleball. Let's I'm let's interested. let's refrain oh, well, from that because I, my wife asked it me has an interesting it. history and it is taken off, especially well, they're since the about, pandemic. I think Tom Brady's buying a team. Like there's actually teams. Oh, there's teams, there's leagues, there's professionals. In fact, the number I can't one that. the number one doubles, at least as of a few months ago, doubles team right now is a mother daughter. Uh combination and okay. they're apparently really good i think i think we should save it for another time because well, it's it, there's a like, lot to it it's pretty well, cool it's almost like there's obscene games like you watch that winter olympics game with the stone that's not obscene well i mean like that's great that's the most random thing it's i could like think shuffle of ball on ice i know but it's just random you know it it's, is it is random it's like what do you want to do today it's like oh let's go throw the stone around on ice and it's like okay and then it's kind of like this is kind of fun yeah it's kind of fun well the the best yeah. thing I like about Roofball is apparently the guys that were involved had enough foresight to go and make this into a broadcast. I, I, it's great. they got a table set up. Oh, I mean. And they're broadcasting. They've got a like color commentator. The neighborhood's having it's fun, hilarious. man. It's hilarious. And what I think is funny is the opening of, of that. You see a guy walking his dog, walk yeah. behind him. It's, like, what the <laughs> it's just in the this? neighbor like, what are these kids doing? And they tried to make it a legit thing. And I think it fizzled out. Well, I went to their, their Facebook page and there hasn't South been anything Park since 2017. Movie. The South Park guys with basketball. Remember that? They oh, made yeah. the same idea. It's kind of the same concept. Yeah, yeah. I loved that movie. That movie oh, ridiculous. That movie is but, ridiculous. Uh, I used to quote it in college all the time. And when I say college, maybe just last week. Well, I mean, I imagine, <laughs> like, as you golf a lot, I imagine golf. Uh, not golf, as much as I used to. Well, I meant like, you know, like when people go to the course, I imagine people make up their own games. You know, there's different different play styles of golf. Sure. Because yeah. I just learned the other day. I, I learned this weekend what's best ball, the difference between best ball and, and scramble. I thought they were the same thing, but no, they're not. No. And I was like, well, what other games are out there? Because I think when you sent me the notes, I was talking to you like Tiger Woods and what's his name? The other... Like, Rory McIlroy? Yeah, they're developing some type of... It's a league. League thing well, that they go into a stadium. That and, I don't know. I You, you mentioned has, that earlier. I'm not aware of that. It has golf in it. Yeah, like, it is a golf game, I don't game, think yes. they set up 18 holes inside the stadium because you know when you go to top golf they give you those games and it's fun and every time i talk to one of my buddy runs uh northeast top golf of texas and he's like you gotta try out the angry birds I'm like i'm never gonna do the angry birds man he's like well that's the new thing i'm like that's why would i ever want to do that and but he gives me free so top I, golf i but. play the angry birds only because it levels the playing field quite a bit if i go with uh the family oh yeah so and, i get that yeah but i'm in like but just two guys going out, hey, yeah, bro, let's want, play Angry you want Birds. You Angry Birds? No, I mean, I'm like, I don't really care about that. No, but, uh, it's definitely, it, it, it helps out when you have players of different varying skill levels. Um, well, it, it really, it does. Well, it's interesting because it's like, I can see, because uh, he was telling me they do leagues. Yeah, I think so. Like like that. bowling leagues almost. Mm -hmm. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, they're, they're becoming really popular where the, if it's around a college campus, like if it's near a college campus, like a lot of kids do it, young kids. Because it's like, they do leagues where you get beer. You know, it's like thirty dollars a month or week. I'm in, and it's like they give you like a pitcher of beer, and then you have to golf anytime during the week, and you show up like, here's my card, here's my league card. Sweet. So you you go and you hit the shot at Top Golf. If you get it in, great. If you don't, the guy next to you just turns and slaps, falls off and slaps, slaps you. you. Uh, that like, would be great. Well, you, you have thirty seconds to recover and try and make that shot. Have you again. seen the ultimate frisbee stuff? Oh yeah, I can't. Where, oh, I can't do that. Where it's like a legit thing now. Yeah, I can't do that. I cannot. There's throw a those YouTuber I like. It's like Flip. I think it's Marquis Brownlee. I think that's his name. He reviews tech stuff, but he's he was like randomly one episode I was watching. He's like, oh, I got to get going to a, a ultimate frisbee game, and I'm like, what? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. And he started talking about it, and he's like, yeah, I want to. He started going more into it, and I go, they they pay you to do that? Like, well, I don't know about 
pay, but it's it's you know like league for bowling, you pay money in and you place. No, and you like place he's on a back. he's on a team team. Like they have they travel. Oh yeah, yeah. So, well, that's more than league then. Yeah. That's, that's like semi pro basically. So, I'm so terrible at it. I've I've picked up one of those discs and thrown it, and it just sort of. Yeah, there's some wild games out there. And they throw them long distance. Oh yeah, too. Well, it's like disc golf. Disc golf's a popular. Oh, I thought that's thing. what you were talking about. No, ultimate frisbee is like a football game, but with a frisbee. Oh, I must. You're running. You you're then. on a football field, and you're running. Oh no, that's awesome. Yeah, Sorry, you I never you never heard of ultimate frisbee? I, I guess not. No, I thought you were talking about frisbee yeah, golf. Like oh, it sounds awesome though. Well, we've definitely come up with some some cool games here. Is there any game that maybe you made up as a as a kid that you played? I mean, I'm trying to think like a. They had like some cool side stories to it. The only thing I can think of. Like drinking games. <laughs> right. But, uh, we had this one with a ping pong ball and some cups. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I like, I like card games. And then I'm trying to think. So, I, I imagine as a kid, we made a game where yeah, it's like. Yeah, I think I did too. But the only one that comes to mind is me and my cousin Garrett. So if he's listening, he's going to enjoy this. We used to play the Nintendo game Gauntlet. I don't know yeah. if you're familiar with Gauntlet. Gauntlet. It's a, yeah. Okay. It was a fairly popular game. And we would play, you know, he'd come over and spend the night on like a Friday night or something. We'd play and we'd get to like level 20 or 30. And we're like, man, we're doing pretty good, but like there's a lot of levels. Well, let's see how far we can get. And so, you know, a month or so would go by and it would be like, hey, you want to spend the night tonight? Maybe we can try and get a little bit further on Gauntlet see if we can get past level 30 or something. So he'd come over and we'd just play and we'd set up and we'd go level to level. And we had to time it out to where none of us died at the same time. So if he was fighting a big yeah. boss, I had to like make sure I was off to the side and get over. And we had this, this down. We went all day one day on Saturday and he spent the night on Friday. And it's like, you want to spend the night again? Two nights, let this sucker run. But we'll just keep the Nintendo hot all night, yeah. you know. We're on level like 57. We beat our old record. Let's just leave it going. Yeah, yeah. And we'd put the controllers off to the side, you know. And we'd try and, we'd try and beat our record. We played one weekend. I remember this probably 48 consecutive hours. Well, took a break for sleep. And we got up to like level 120-something. And it was And he broke the game. It was, no, it wasn't ending. The levels just kind of kept repeating themselves. Yeah, that's how the game ended. And I'm like... Garrett, I don't think there's an ending to this. Is this no. game not in? We didn't know. And I thought about this the other day, and I looked it up. And, of course, you know, now with the Internet, there's all kinds of stuff. And it's like, yeah, no, the game never ends. Of course, we didn't read the Internet back in 1993 when we were playing. Yeah. Um, that was the worst waste of time ever. We kept going. It's like, finally, we just said, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the plug, man. And you felt horrible doing it because you just spent the last 48 hours oh, yeah. playing. But finally... He's like, I got to go home. I uh, got school tomorrow, and I guess this was a waste of a weekend. <laughs> and it was like, I'm pushing the button, pushing the button. Uh, that was a waste of time. So that's the craziest thing I think that I ever did. I, I, like, I remember uh, in our neighborhood we had a park, and I remember we used to play a game at night. And we basically there's two sides to the park, and we each one had like a, like a trash can. And we had to put little balls in there without getting tagged yeah but you could sneak around and then after like 30 minutes we count how many did we get in each one oh, cool. and that's okay. who would win but like you could do it where we did it at night because we could sneak so it's kind of like you could sneak over to the trash can because you couldn't stay at the trash can so everyone was in play and so it's like you had to go to each trash can and like nice. pick out the ball and drop the ball but you had to like sneak it in how many how many playing at a time oh i think like at one point i remember we had like 20 something kids yeah the more i love the games when you could just have a ton of well yeah because i think that's why we started doing it was because there wasn't even like a team it was just kind of like we're, all the neighborhood we're, kids we're just doing this yeah and i used to play a game um at camps called capture the flag i loved capture yeah. the flag that one because you could play with the entire camp of like 200 people uh, that so was super cool. I'm showing. Okay, yeah, I'm show, show yeah you bring up that frisbee. So this is okay. The frisbee. That looks legit, right this, there. This guy yeah, just this, laid flat out to the ground to catch a pass. It's like football, but like you keep passing it, and then you try to get into the end zone. And you get no your, tackling. No tackling, but uh, you can you know, like if you're on the defense, you can push the ball or the disc down. Yeah, you slap it down or whatever. Yeah. And then there's incomplete passes. If he didn't catch it, then you got to go back to the line of scrimmage or well, whatever. Well, no, it, it turns into the other team. Oh, real wow. quick. It's a real quick. So game. it's back and forth, back and forth, yeah. quick. So he got it, so you have to give him space, and then... Yeah, yeah. I think 20-year-old Andrew would have been interested in this. Although, again, I'm not really good at throwing the, the frisbee. See how he, he yeah. denied it, so yeah. now... Get out of here! Yeah. But, no, uh, no, no, not today! I mean, that's a big deal. Uh, people people do that. So. Wow, man. We were all over the place in today's show, I Yeah, think. I liked it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you it. did. I don't know that we really even stuck to our run sheet at all, but that's all right. Well, there's Power Slap. Check it out. Tell us uh, what you think. No, nobody check if, it out. If, if Please, no a, one listen. If we get enough watch, likes sorry. on Facebook, we'll, if we hit 100 likes this week, we'll do the slap game live in the studio, and I get to go first. 
So, uh, <laughs> gotta make sure. I, I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, that's uh, funny. So, uh, you want to close the show? Yeah, man. Just remind everybody we are audience one, Andrew Dick, Wednesdays, 10 a.m., 106.1, 104.5, IRLoneStar.com, Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. You search audience one with Andrew and Dick. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, I do real quick want to promote yeah. next week. Unless something goes awry, we are going to have our first guest. Oh, yeah, who yes, is it? Steve Larkin. Steve Larkin. Yes, he is a, a local. Everyone knows who Steve he's Larkin a lo- is. Well, they, they might when they see him. He is an actor, lives here locally. He's been in, uh, he was on the George Lopez show. Um, he's uh, He's been on the Hallmark Channel of Santa Claus. He's actually been in the silver screen, big oh, screen. Oh, wow, he's legit. I he's typed legit. in Steve so, Larkin. And he's... Yeah, so we got him next week. He's going to be a phenomenal interview. So everybody, Let's make sure see. to tune in next week for Steve Larkin. I like it. All right, man. I'll see you later. Absolutely, man. Next week. Bye, bud.